Episode 98, Faith, Hope and Love, The Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, Corpus Christi. the finest wheat and satisfied them with honey from the rock. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone as we gather together on this feast of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, let's pause and acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. Thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One,
let us pray. O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood, that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. Chapter 24, verses 3 to 8 Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the ordinances. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. He rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up twelve pillars corresponding to the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the children of Israel, who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed oxen as offerings of well-being to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he dashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. Moses took the blood and dashed it on the people and said, See the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. The Word of the Lord I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise, I will call on the Lord's name. O precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I, you have loosened my bonds. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make, I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, when Christ came as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy place, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls, with the sprinkling of the ashes of a heifer, sanctifies those who have been defiled, so that their flesh is purified, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works, to worship the living God? For this reason Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, because a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions under the first covenant. 
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I am the living bread from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Chapter 14, verses 12 to 16 and 22 to 26. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, the disciples said to Jesus, Where do you want us to go and make the preparations for you to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples set out and went to the city, and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. While they were eating, he took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Gospel of the Lord Our Lord wanted his life, death and resurrection to be a source of life and salvation for all people of every time and generation. The Christian faith believes in God who becomes flesh, the incarnation. So it's perfectly fitting that Jesus gives us a way we can touch and taste the reality of his loving involvement in the many joys and sorrows the graces and challenges of our daily life. The sacrament of the body and blood of our Lord was first instituted at the Lord's Last Supper before he suffered his passion. He celebrated the annual tradition of the Passover in which generations of God's people repeated the meal commemorating the freeing of the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. According to that God-given tradition, everyone who participated in that sacred meal were included and united to God's saving action, irrespective of the time or place that that person was joining in that meal. Fast forward a thousand or so years, and our Lord, who has come to perfect and fulfil the law of God, also celebrates this ancient Passover feast, but near the end of the meal he does something new. 
something that makes this Passover meal his own and which creates the means by which we can all be included in his love and his salvation. He took simple bread, blessed it and said, See this bread? This is truly my body broken for you. Take and eat. Do this in memory of me. Then he took a chalice of wine and blessed it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take this and drink of it. This is the chalice of my blood, poured out for you and for many to forgive sins. Do this as a memorial of me. This action means that we, some 2,000 years after his supper, are also included in the benefits that Christ won for us by his love. We live in a deeply sacramental world. So many things in this world bring us the reality of what they signify. A simple example, a warm handshake of friendship, is in a sense a sacrament of friendship, which actually gives us the expression and feeling of the friendship that it represents. Jesus, in his wonderful ministry, ate and drank with so many people. He shared meals with sinners, he included people of every different group, he healed, he welcomed, he taught, and he cared for all. It is fitting, then, that Jesus left us the gift of this holy meal as more than a reminder of him and his ministry. This meal presents to us, by his own promise and command, his very self given for us. As we take the host, we are receiving Jesus into our hearts and lives. As we drink his chalice, we are washed clean and joined to God and one another. Now we all can be part of what our Lord offered first to his apostles. The gift of the Eucharist is essential in the life of all Christians. We are receiving Christ himself in his word, in the weekly scripture readings, and we receive Christ truly in his body and blood in communion. We are opening up every week the meaning and implication of the scriptures and ensuring that it's not just our convenient and comfy version of Jesus' word, but is his challenging message that spurs us into action week after week. I also like to say to people who are making their first Holy Communion, as they receive Jesus in communion for the first time, that there is only one thing better than your first Holy Communion, and that is your second Holy Communion. And there's only one thing better than second Holy Communion, and that is your third, and so on and so on, weekly. It sets up a pattern of communion with the Christ who lives with us in our daily life. Our communion in the body and blood of Christ connects us forever to God and to our loved ones. Every time we celebrate Eucharist, and every time we receive the body and blood of Christ, we are united in communion and connected by an unbreakable bond to God first and foremost through Jesus but also we are connected to our loved ones our friends and fellow Christians our family members in Christ and we're also even connected to our departed loved ones who are all part of the communion of believers alive in Christ forever what a special gift what a close gift God has given us Today we celebrate Jesus who makes his home in us and comes with his Father to live in our hearts through the sacrament of his body and blood. 
This is a gift that is truly priceless. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. We have gathered to celebrate the great memorial of the death and resurrection of Christ. Let us be thankful for all God's gifts and remember the needs of others. For the Church, that Christians may make their lives a continual thanksgiving. Lord, hear us. For bishops, priests and deacons, that their ministry may enrich them in holiness and love for the people they serve. Lord, hear us. For those in our world who do not have enough food, that we may share as much as we can with them. Lord, hear us. For those who have given up the practice of their faith, that the Holy Spirit may prompt them to rejoin the community gathered around the table of the Lord. Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace, and give strength and hope to those who care for them. Lord, hear us. For those Christians who have died, and for all who have died, that they may have the joys of eternal life in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord God, through your Son, you have given us the great gift of the Eucharist. Help us to become what we celebrate in our daily lives, and to remember the needs of the world which you love. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace whose signs are to be seen in mystery in these offerings we here present. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest, who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice, and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong. 
and as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him, says the Lord. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that we may delight for all eternity in that share of your divine life, which is foreshadowed in this present age by our reception of your precious body and blood, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts used in this program are for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants are taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, by the National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. Adaptations to conform with Catholic liturgical norms, copyright 2009, by the same. Selected Psalms are taken from The Psalms, a new translation, copyright 1963, The Grail, England, published by Collins. Prayers of the Faithful are adapted from Robert Borg's Together We Pray in 1993, published in Sydney by E.J. Dwyer. Mass in honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, published 2011, composed and sung by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring The Gloria, 
see www.ccwatershed.org forward slash Charbonnel, C-H-A-B-A-N-E-L forward slash. Copyright 2018, Corpus Christi Watershed. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn, words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13 and set to original music, copyright 1996 by Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources May God bless and keep you.